Welcome to the Harbor Church Weekly Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. For more information, visit us online at www.theharborli.com. Hey, we are so glad that you all came out tonight. If, uh, if you're visiting with us, I'm just going to give you a heads up right now. This is not our normal Tuesday night service. Um, we, we start every year off with a vision series where we like to just cast vision for not just our church or our campus, but for ourselves as individuals. We like to remind ourselves that, you know what, life is a lot bigger than the Monday through Friday routine, and there's purpose behind my life. It's so easy to get caught in the rat race and to, to, to forget that there is a greater meaning behind your life than what we just all seem to accept in the day-to-day. So we started our first week by really just reminding ourselves that, that we're all positioned with purpose, that whatever season of life you find yourself in, whatever stage of life you find yourself in, that there is godly purpose behind it. If we can just be intentional about seeking God and what that purpose is, that that opens up the door for God to do incredible things, not just in you, but through you. And so we, we continued that um, with week two and really just wrote down some things that we're believing God for in the coming year. Some, some areas that we can make room and we can make capacity for God to show up and move in our circumstance. That, that we are believing God for big things. One of the challenges that I threw out there was that, you know, whatever you're believing God for in your own life right now is a great uh, indicator of who you believe God actually is. And so we want to challenge you. We believe in a supernatural God. And so pick areas of your life where you need a supernatural move, a supernatural breakthrough, a supernatural provision, and believe God for it. Believe God. And we believe that God is going to do some incredible things this year. And we're looking forward to all the testimonies that come pouring in of all the amazing things that God does. Well, tonight, uh, like I said, is a little bit different. Uh, it's going to be a, a family chat, a family talk. And, uh, and the reason why we take a Sunday or a Tuesday out once a year to do this is because for those of you who consider this your church and you consider yourself part of uh, the Harbor family, we like to be very open and honest with you of where we feel like we're at as a church and, and where we're going, where we feel like God has, um, what he's laid out for us. And so uh, we're going to take a few minutes and I'm going to kind of break down for you um, almost like a state of the union, where we're at, where we're going, how we're going to get there and how you could be a part of it. And so um, I want to first just take a minute and really um, let you know what God has done this far, because it is nothing short of miraculous. You know, we're, we're not just up here talking and encouraging you to believe God for big things. We've seen God do big things time and time and time again. It was uh, just under three and a half years ago that we started this campus. And uh, before that, it was just a dream that we had had. It was a vision that God had put in our hearts. We didn't know where it was going to be, what it was going to look like, how it was going to work. But we knew that God had spoken it to us, and we just started walking. God started opening doors. And, uh, and it was three years ago, October of 2016, that we opened our doors as a second campus of the harbor. Now, in the beginning, we, you know, we had a lot of people coming because they were trying to check it out. It was the new thing, which we knew was going to happen. Um, and so I think our first Sunday, we had about 150 people show up, which was incredible. I knew they weren't all staying. And so, um, you know, over the course of a few months, we kind of trickled down to who we actually were, and that was in the 70s. And the reason why I'm throwing numbers out for you is because I want you to see what God has been doing and continues to do. And so throughout the course of that first year, we literally felt, you know, the people who were just checking it out, they bounced. We got down to who our core really was. And then we saw God build it right back up to we ended that first year right around 150 again. 
And then it took several months, but we ended up reaching capacity at our Sunday service, and we needed a second service. Now, uh, from just inviting people in the community, uh, you know, a, a repeated thing that would come up was people that work in restaurants, in bars, people that are in the arts. The weekends are really tough for them. And, and even more than that, it's hard enough to get to invite someone to church who doesn't believe in God. But to ask them to sacrifice one of their only mornings to sleep in is a huge challenge. And so our approach was, hey, why don't we just make it easier for those, all those people to be able to come? And so we decided that our second service wouldn't be on the same day, but we were going to start a Tuesday night. And so about a year and a half ago, we started this service that you're sitting in right now. And it has been absolutely incredible to see what God has done in, in a year and a half's uh, time. We have, we have just seen God do so many things, far beyond numbers, just the life change, the, the miracles that God has done in people, from people coming to know him for the very first time, for God turning marriages around, for God restoring relationships with children, from God walking people through some of the hardest times and seasons of life. We have just seen repeatedly God do incredible thing after incredible thing after incredible thing. And, uh, you know, that has led us up to perfect timing. Last weekend between our, our two services, we hit an all-time record high in attendance of 425 in three years. And, again, it, it, for us, it's not about drawing a crowd. It's about doing something big because God is big. And so we believe that God wants to have a huge impact. And so we don't, we gauge, for lack of a better term, success and growth, not just by attendance numbers. Because we're not into drawing a crowd as much as we are into, we're wanting to make disciples. We're wanting people to come to know him, but then to begin to grow in their faith and, and, and get discipled. And so, um, you know, one way that we can see that is along with numbers going up, we have seen the amount of families who have made the decision to begin to tithe go up. And so it, it has been the increase in our giving that has allowed us to, to continue to walk out what God has placed in our hearts and the vision that, that he has laid out before us. And that is a great indicator of spiritual growth because how many people know it's a big spiritual decision to involve God in your finances. It's one thing to attend a service. It's another thing to be like, God, I actually trust you with my money. And so, you know, for us, we believe that, that tithing is something that God asks us to do. And it's not so much about supporting a specific local church as much as it is saying, God, I trust you with everything, including my finances. I realize that everything I have is a gift from you. And so there's nothing I'm holding back. And so that has just been incredible to see that God, as he's continued to stretch us and open new doors for ministry, that he has put it on the hearts of people to continue to support and begin to support uh, the vision that God has laid out. So it has just been amazing to see everything that God has done. Now, in short, where we're going, as awesome as all that stuff is, it is just the beginning. We're, we're not satisfied with that. We're like, God, thank you for everything that you've done, but we know you want to do so much more. We believe that all of Patchogue, all of the surrounding areas, we are desiring salvation, hope, and healing. Check out First uh, Timothy. Timothy says, he wants not only us, but everyone saved. Someone say everyone saved. Everyone to get to know the truth we've learned, that there's one God and only one, and one priest mediator between God and us, Jesus, who offered himself in exchange for everyone held captive by sin to set them all free. Someone say all free. Eventually, the news is going to get out. This and this only has been my appointed work, getting this news to those who have never heard of God and explaining how it works by simple faith and plain truth. The best compliment that we can ever get as a campus, the thing that I never grow tired of hearing is when someone says, 
hey, I just want to thank you because I actually understood what you guys talked about. I, I just want to thank you because I felt welcomed in here. I felt like this is a place that I could belong to. I'm new to this, but I, I felt like I could apply some of this to my life. Our goal is not to make the gospel hard to get. Jesus did everything he could do to do the hard work so that you and I could just say, yes, God, I need you. And so our goal is always simple and plain truth, showing people that, that Jesus has made it easy for you to walk with him. And so, um, you know, we're just going to continue that approach and believe that God, again, wants all of Patchogue, all of Long Island, the whole tri-state area, to know him and to experience him and the difference that he makes. So we're not stopping until we get there. I've said from the beginning, um, God has just placed on my heart uh, from before we had any numbers, before we even launched a campus, um, that my dream was always that we would end up in the Patchogue Theater, um, not just because of how many people it can hold and the, the influence that we can have there, but for what it represents in this community. Uh, it's the crown jewel. It's at the middle of Main Street. And, and just believing that God's desire is that this community knows that he loves them, that he's here for them, that he died for them. And so we're going to continue to believe, whether it's a theater or wherever, that God is going to continue to make way for the big things that he desires to do through us as individuals, but through our church. So I want to lay out some practical things for you over these next few minutes. I'm going to warn you right now, I'm going to throw a lot at you. And this is not to overwhelm you. This is to open your eyes to what's going on behind the scenes and all the things that are at play and, uh, and all the work that's being done for us to really steward this move of God that is happening in our church. One of the new additions that you're going to be hearing about, <laughs> wow, look at that. I don't even have to say anything. Next slide. Um, one, of the, one of the things that I'm so excited about is the addition of Growth Track. Many of you obviously in here know of Mike and Ani Slager. They are second to none, incredible people, incredible leaders. Um, and uh, Mike, is, uh, Mike and Ani have come on and, and said, hey, we want to run with discipleship. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of holes that as being a pastor here that I see, things I want to start, things we need to fix, things we need to get better at. But there's only so many hours in the day, and we're spread so thin, and we're trying to do as much as we can. Mike and Ani have just um, come alongside us and said, let us run with this. And so growth track is something that you're going to be hearing about. We're going to be launching it in June, looking at the calendar. We're going to have a busy few months, as you're going to hear about in a few minutes. Um, we're, this is going to be rolling out in June. It's being developed right now. Um, but it's basically going to be a two-week track that is offered the first and second weeks of every month starting in June. And we're going to encourage every person who has either made a decision to know Jesus or who is saying, hey, I want to be a part of this place to go through growth track. It's two weeks. It's going to kind of give you handles on what we believe, why we believe it, uh, what we're about as a church, and how you can find your place, how you can get involved. But this will really be the launching pad for us to be able to explain to people that this isn't just about a one-time decision. This is, this is a one-time decision that leads to a lifestyle, that leads to life change, that leads to this journey of discipleship and becoming more like Jesus. And so, again, like I referenced a second ago, you know, Jesus doesn't say, go and attract a big crowd. Jesus says, go and make disciples. And so we are so excited as we're seeing so many salvations and so many people coming in to be able to have something concrete that is on a rotation that you don't even have to think about it. You hear it so much that you're just going to know to tell people you got to do growth track first and second week of the month. And so we're so excited for Mike and Ani to be starting that this June. Another ministry that we're so excited about, Dan and Emily Fruhoff, who are incredible, amazing, awesome people, are starting a ministry called CityWell. And, uh, and CityWell is all about serving our community, loving our community, taking the gospel outside the walls of this church. And, and letting people know God loves you. 
God loves you. We don't have an agenda. This isn't bait and switch. We just want to serve you. We want to love you. We want to be there for you. We want to help people that are in need. And so they are going to be running uh, four different community service projects every year. So every quarter, you're going to have the opportunity to get yourself or your family involved in serving the community. And, uh, you know, we think that this is such an important thing to have on an ongoing basis. Again, it's very easy to get caught up in life and you have good intentions. I want to do some charitable work this year. I want to help, you know, serve some other people. I want to teach my kids what it means to, to help those who are in need. And, and you can just get busy and life can take over. And before you know it, a whole year went by and you didn't do anything. We want to constantly be providing you with an opportunity every few months to say, hey, here's another opportunity. If you want to help out, if you want to bless somebody, if you want to serve somebody, you should come out to this. And so uh, Dan and Emily have such an incredible passionate heart for this, for serving those uh, who are in need. And we're just so excited to get this off the ground. Their first um, project is going to actually be our egg hunt. They're, they're stepping in to run with that. Uh, we got rained out last year, unfortunately. But the year before, for those of you who were there, you know, we had over 3,000 people show up from our community. We were not prepared. But it was incredible. And we're going to be prepared this year. Um, and so this is a free event. We have over 50,000 Easter eggs. I don't know if you have any concept of what 50,000 Easter eggs looks like. It is mind-blowing. Um, and it's an awesome event. It's free. We're able to promote it in the public school. It's amazing. And we're able to just love on people and, and let them know that God loves them. And, and we just hope that they have a happy Easter. So as we get closer to Easter, you're going to be hearing more about how we need you to help out and get involved. But you're going to be hearing um, throughout the year about four different events that City Well will be doing. If you're interested in that, you can find Dan and Emily, and they'd love to give you more information. Another aspect we're going to be rolling out, Chris and Danny, soon to be Chris and Danny White, um, which we're so excited about. We gave them the option. We said, hey, do you want to plan a mission trip or do you want to get married? And they selfishly chose to get married. But we forgive them. We believe God will forgive them. Um, Dan and uh, Chris and Danny, they, they have such a heart for missions. And uh, they have both been on several trips. Chris, part of his job in working at a Christian school is to plan trips every year to take students on. And I've had so many people over these last few years, stories that I'll share while I'm preaching about experiences or stories that have happened to me when I've been on mission trips abroad, have come up and said, how could I do something like that? Like, where could I go on something like that? And my response has always been, well, our hope is, is that we're going to do some more in the future. We just got to find the time to do it. Chris and Danny have stepped up and said, we have a heart for this. We want to run with this. We want to lead these trips. And so what this is going to turn into is that we're going to be providing you two opportunities every year to go on a foreign missions trip, to, to be able to not just serve those in the community, but to grow, go abroad and to, to experience in a week what some other people have to, to live in and what life looks like for them and be able to bring the gospel literally to the ends of the, to the earth. And so um, this year we're going to be doing one trip. Uh, it's going to be late summer, early fall. We're going to let you know as we get closer all the details. Uh, these trips are going to be no more than 15 people. If you've ever been on a foreign mission trip, you know how uh, it's crazy. It's life-changing. Um, but these are going to be small groups. And so we're going to be letting you know as these trips come up, hey, we have a trip coming up. If you're interested in going, this is how you can sign up. This is what it's going to cost. This is what we're going to be doing, what it's going to be about. And you go on these trips thinking that you're going to help somebody else, bless somebody else you come back feeling like you were the one who was helped and blessed. It's, it's literally life-changing. I don't, I don't use that phrase lightly. And so we're so excited for Chris and Danny, who have a heart and passion for foreign missions, to come on and uh, give us all opportunities to do this. 
Another thing we're rolling out this year, Pastor Ben is going to be pioneering some Stony Brook College outreach. Um, you know, it has been on our heart to, to begin to get a footprint uh, in specifically Stony Brook, but college students as a whole. And uh, Pastor Ben is gifted in that area, has a heart for that area. And so what we're going to be doing is um, on Tuesday nights, probably starting in the fall, we're going to be running a few events uh, that we will be advertising. You will hear about where everyone is welcome to come to church on that Tuesday night, but there will be a concentration on college students and what we speak about, how we talk. And then there'll be um, some entertainment, some food, dinner afterwards that if you show your student ID at the door, you get to go in the green room and we have a bunch of stuff provided. We're going to have a good time hanging out with some college students. We're going to provide transportation for them to come to church and, uh, and hopefully get plugged in. Um, but we're so excited to just begin to build some bridges with students uh, that are in the college or any colleges around, but specifically Stony Brook. So that's going to be rolling out on Tuesday nights this fall. We are so excited to uh, look at this fine-looking couple. Look like they I ripped a page out of GQ. Um, we're so excited um, for Matt and Steph Rula to, to kind of be coming on board with this. Matt is uh, getting hired on part-time for our church uh, to become the worship director of our Patchogue campus. Uh, as we continue to grow, uh, there's just so many details that people don't think about that happen behind the scenes. From things with equipment, fixing things, buying things, training people, teaching people, recruiting people, all kinds of things, practices, picking out songs, writing songs, all, all of these things that go into the worship department. It is so much. And so um, Matt has been uh, involved um, to such a great capacity these last couple of years. And it was such a natural fit for us to bring him on on a part-time role to, to begin to help us out. And uh, I know you're going to be seeing a lot more of him, and you're going to continue to be so blessed about what he brings. And we love Steph as well. So we're excited to be bringing Matt on uh, as a, a part-time employee. We're also excited to have uh, Anna Arias begin a Spanish translation ministry for us. Uh, this has been something that we've been wanting to do for a long time. We've actually had the equipment purchased um, for probably like six months now. Um, and we've just been working on some things uh, behind the scenes. She's been recruiting a team of uh, people that could help translate for us. And uh, unfortunately for the Tuesday night crowd, this is only going to be available for Sundays uh, out of the gate. Um, but we're going to be able to provide Spanish translation. So if someone comes who is Spanish speaking, they'll be able to get a headset um, over at our Connect Bar. And they'll be able to hear the entire message translated in real time in Spanish. And so we're so excited to be able to provide this for our community, and we really believe that God's going to use it um, to do some amazing things. Now, with that being said, we have just continued to experience growth, and uh, we are at the point where our Sundays have reached beyond capacity. And so we're at the point again where we need to add another service. And so uh, starting March 1st, instead of having a 10:15 service, on Sundays now we'll have two services. We're going to have a 9.30 a.m., and at 11 a.m., we will have Spanish translation available at both of those services. And we will obviously continue to do our Tuesday nights at 7.30. So starting March 1st, we'll be rolling with three services every single week. Now, I, I know I'm throwing a lot at you. Um, I want to kind of give you a timeline of what these next few months are going to look like. March 1st, like we just said, we're going to have a service time change. Acon is going to be the day before Easter, April 11th. Easter Sunday, we have April 12th conference we are doing again this year, May 15th and 16th. I'm sure there are a bunch of people in the room that you attended our very first conference in 2018, and it was incredible. We didn't really know what to expect. 
we, uh, we wanted to put on a conference that was done with excellence that we could be proud of, but a conference that empowered people to really just walk in the fullness of everything that Jesus desires for their life. And so we opened it up. We hosted it at our main campus in Center Riches. We actually ended up selling out, had to turn away people at the door. And uh, it was an incredible, incredible weekend. And uh, we are so excited to be doing our second conference this May, May 15th and 16th. And, uh, and then, of course, we're going to have conference Sunday. So even if you don't come to conference, which that's not going to apply to anybody in here, I'm sure you're all going to come, obviously you can still come to church that Sunday. So I want to just invite you for a moment just to turn your eyes to the screen, and we're going to give you a sneak peek of what conference is going to be all about. In the beginning, there was nothing. The earth was formless and void. Then God spoke. From nothing came life. From emptiness, the world was filled. Every beauty, every emotion, every atom. because of the power of God's voice. What will happen to you when God speaks? So we are so excited to, uh, to have the theme, He Speaks. If, you, if you've attended here for any amount of time, you know that we believe that God... Um, desires to be involved in every aspect of our lives, that he cares about every detail, no matter how small or how big it is in our lives, and that he, he does speak. He wants to speak to us, and we just need to be intentional to listen. So we're so excited for conference May 15th and 16th, and I don't know if you happen to see, because it flashed really quick, but we are actually going to be hosting our conference at the Patchogue Theater. I'm not going to go into crazy detail, but um, you can take my word for it. God has moved mountains for us this last year for us to be able to get into this theater. And uh, things that felt like they were just a dream that didn't seem like they could become possible, God has supernaturally opened doors in his timing and done things that only God could do to make a way for us to be able to hold this conference in the theater. Now, the reason why I'm making such a big deal about Conference Sunday is that we're not just going to be there Friday night and all day Saturday, but we'll be having church there Sunday morning, May 17th, which is going to be absolutely incredible. And as if that wasn't good enough, I also want to let you know that we have the theater booked for our Easter Sunday service. And so, <laughs> April 12th, following our egg hunt. Um, both campuses, our Center Riches campus as well as our campus, are going to be meeting at the theater. We're going to pack it out, and we're going to have church on Easter Sunday. It's going to be absolutely amazing and incredible. We're so thankful, uh, again, that God has just opened doors and moved mountains for us to be able to do this. And uh, we're just so excited for everything that God has um, for the future of our campus and our church as a whole. So as, uh, as our band comes up, I'm going to begin to wrap this up tonight. And again, I know that this is not our, our typical Tuesday night service. If you're visiting with us, you've got to come back on a, next week. It'll be a normal night, I promise. Um, but I want to just end with, with this, how you can be a part of this. Um, we believe that church isn't just about attending something. It's about being a part of something. It's about being a part of a family. And, uh, and so I want to lay out for you, practically speaking, how you can be a part of what God is doing. Because we believe that we're in on the ground floor right now. That, that 
in five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, we're going to look back to these days and be like, that's where it all started. That's where it all started. And so here's some practical ways that you can help us um, and be a part of everything God is doing. First off, this may sound like common sense, but we're asking if you could pray for us. If you could pray for the pastors and the leadership here as we're doing our best to hear from God and we're doing our best to, to walk in his timing and to stay in the center of his will, we would so appreciate the prayers. I want to ask you to pray for our church. You know, we, we spend time before every service when we have team rally as a team, and we pray for the seats that are in this room because every seat represents a soul, represents a person. We pray that every person that's supposed to be here tonight comes, that the Holy Spirit draws people into this place, that people encounter his love while they're walking through the parking lot or down the sidewalk. We've had people, we've had two people in the last month walking down the sidewalk with no intention to come to church, come in here and get saved. We've had people who have left their license or the credit card at the bar from getting bombed the night before, come in and get saved the next morning. And so, like we say all the time here, we do what we can do in the physical, but all of that is set up by what God does in the supernatural. So we want to ask you, and pray for your church, pray for your campus. And, uh, and we believe that when we do that, man, there is nothing that can stop God. When we have events, when we're doing things in the city, you know, help us pray for those things and lift those things up. Second thing that you can do, which is very practical but very needed, is serving. It's, I could imagine that it could be easy to come in here on a Sunday morning or a Tuesday night and be like, oh, it's nice what you guys did with the place and have no concept of everything that went into it. For those of you who don't know, uh, we're showing up two hours before any service starts. We have a team of people that have to clean up, that have to clear the floor, that have to move tables and chairs, bring out all of our stuff. Our band has to set things up on the stage. There is a huge, huge production that has to happen to make service happen every time we meet in this place, which is twice a week. So we have to do this turnaround Sunday and then do it again on Tuesday night. And it's a lot. And we do it joyfully because we see what God is doing. We see that as we're faithful, God is faithful. But I want to be real with you tonight. It's a lot. And we have people that serve a ton and, uh, and are, are dedicating not just an hour and 15 minutes to come to church, but are here two hours before service starts. And they're here for another hour, hour and a half afterwards helping tear down. And there's something special that happens when you move from being an attendee or an onlooker to being involved. When you're involved, when you serve, you begin to take ownership of it. You begin to be proud of it. You begin to feel a part of it. And so what I want to ask you tonight, you might have noticed when you came in and sat down that we put these joiner team cards on every seat that's in here. Listen, if you don't consider this your church, if this isn't the place that you want to get involved in, this isn't for you. But if, if you're here tonight and this is a place that you've been attending for a amount of time or you consider this your home church, this is for you. I want to ask you to pray about taking the step to say, you know what, there's something that I could do. Not every person that serves has to get here two hours early. We have plenty of things that you could just show up for team rally and then you could serve. We have areas that you need to get here early. We have a ton of different ways that you could help out. Um, when you make that decision to serve, well, there's a follow-up conversation on our end where we say, where do you feel like you're gifted? What, where, what are you interested in? What is your time frame? How, how long can you be here? When can you show up? How many times do you wanna serve? When you, when you choose to serve here, I don't know what your experience has been anywhere else. You're not signing your life away. You're not, you're not writing a contract in blood. 
we're saying, hey, we appreciate you wanting to help out. We're going to work with you. If at any point you need a break, you tell us you need a break, and we'll fill it with somebody else. But I want to ask you tonight, if you're here and you haven't been helping out and you could, we could really use the help. We could really use the help. Our, our goal is that we want serving to always be a joy for people and not a burden. And, and many hands make light work. And so if, if you're here tonight and you're not helping out, I, I want to ask you to seriously consider taking this step. All you got to do is fill out this card with your information on the back. You can check off some things that interest you. This isn't even an extensive list. There's more ways that you can be involved in this. But this is just a way that we can start the conversation with you and get you plugged in and involved. You can literally fill this out as we're sitting here. And as soon as we collect the offering at the end of service, you can drop it in the bucket or, or drop it off at our Connect bar. But I want to ask you to take this step. And this goes not just with our services, but any events that we do as we're doing these community service projects to really get involved and help serve. Second area, or third area, I should say. I almost yelled at the person doing computer. It's me. Is to share. Is to share. You know, for us, I'm passionate because God has made a big difference in my life. Because I know I would not be who I am and where I'm at if it wasn't for God. We want to ask you, don't be a closet Christian. Don't, don't waste time just this is your thing that you do. But we want to ask you to prayerfully begin to share, not just about our church, but more importantly, the difference that God has made in your life. That, that you would be prayerful about, God, give me opportunities to encourage people. Even if I don't give them my whole story, even if I don't end up witnessing to them today, let me just encourage somebody. Let me just share some hope with somebody or some peace with somebody. Help, help me to, to begin to, to get outside of myself. We also want to ask you to share about our church, to invite people. We're doing all of this so that people can come in here and encounter God's love. That, that the moment that people come in here, that they, even if they don't know what it is, they know that they feel something. They know that there is a peace in the room. They know that there is, is something different. We do everything that we can do so that people can encounter God. So we want to ask you, help us share. Whether that's inviting somebody with, um, you know, something physical, which we're going to be handing these out in a couple of weeks, all this promo about our new service times and everything that we're offering. So whether it's you putting a door hanger on someone's door, you handing some, something to someone at work, or we got this funny, crazy little thing called social media where you can post one thing and have hundreds, if not thousands of people see what's important to you. We want to ask you, will you take the step to help us share, not just about our church, but the difference that God has made in your life. With conference coming up, we're going to need help to get the word out. Which leads me to this. The last area that we'd ask for you to prayerfully consider backing us is sowing into the ministry. And again, if this isn't your home church, I'm not talking to you. If you're visiting tonight, tune me out for the next few minutes. But if you're here and you're walking with the Lord and, and you're considering this your home church, we want to ask you to begin to pray about sowing into the ministry. You know, God is continuing to open up doors. God is continuing to give his vision and, and, and speak new things. And God will always provide for his own vision. But we want to include you in what God is doing. We want to begin to ask you to take that step and to step out in faith. And I've never met somebody, I can honestly say this, before you, before God right here, I have never met somebody who made the decision to begin to tithe and begin to involve God in their finances that regretted it or told me they wish they didn't do it. What I have heard so many times is people say, I used to think that I couldn't afford to do it, and now I realize I can't afford not to do it. Because when you involve God in anything, he brings life, he brings blessing, he brings provision. And so we want to ask you to consider doing this. 
that's on a weekly basis, but also something like conference. You know, I don't just stand up here and ask you to step out in faith and, and don't apply it to my own life. We do it in our personal life and our personal finances. We're doing it as a church. Our first conference, we sold out 400 seats. We had a little bit of control because we were hosting it with the finances. We are taking a massive step of faith, booking a 1,200-seat theater, believing that God is going to fill it. This is the reality. We've put the money out, and we're asking you to seriously consider buying a ticket, supporting it, being a part of it. Not just buying a ticket for you and your family, but praying about buying a ticket for somebody that you want to invite. You know, it's one thing to invite somebody to a free service, but if you tell somebody, hey, I bought you a ticket to something I really would like you to come to, that speaks to somebody. And, and maybe they couldn't justify spending money on going to a church service because they don't believe in all of this yet, but you know that you are sowing into somebody's life by purchasing them a ticket. You know the difference that God can make in a moment, in a service, in a message, in a worship set, in a time of prayer. And so we want to ask you, as we're moving forward with conference and in a few weeks, you're going to have the ability to start purchasing tickets and sharing the videos and all that, to pray about sowing into it, to pray about donating towards it, purchasing tickets for not just you and your family, but for other people. And we just believe that as we do this, God is going to exponentially use it to, to just multiply his kingdom in some incredible ways. And it's really not just strengthen our church, but the entire church of Long Island. And so I want to ask you uh, tonight as, as we begin to just wrap up to stand to your feet. And uh, again, I, I hope tonight wasn't boring for you, but we feel like it's important that as we move forward as a campus, as a church as a whole, that we're all on the same page, that you guys know what God is doing, that you realize that we are a part of something supernatural right now, something miraculous right now, that God is in our midst. God is moving before us and making a way where there seems to be no way most of the time. And uh, it is just our joy to be able to do it with you, to be able to do it as a family. We are believing God for breakthrough, not just in our church, but in your life this year. And so I want to ask you, just as we close, we're going to just pray and we're going to dedicate all these things back to God. As good as all this sounds, if it's not God, we don't want it. And so our approach the entire time is, God, we're going to go where we feel like you're leading us. But at any point, if you take us in a different direction, we're on your heels we're not making our own path. And so we're going to dedicate all these things to God. But I want to ask you too, after these last couple of weeks, I know there are things that you're believing for in your life, provision that you're believing for in your life, breakthrough that you're believing for, restoration that you're believing for. I want to ask you, if you're here tonight, if you don't mind just raising your hand, and I just want to pray together and dedicate all these things back to God and just remind ourselves that we're coming before an incredible, amazing Father, and we're asking Him to breathe on all these things. God, we thank you so much for what you've done. God, I, we, we thank you that you didn't just come to save us, but God, you walk with us, you lead us, you speak to us, you guide us. Holy Spirit, we thank you for the role that you play in our lives. We thank you for what you've done in our church in such a short amount of time. Lord, we thank you for every person that has come to know you. We thank you for every person who has been healed, for every person who's found hope, every person who's found peace. God, we thank you for every family that's been restored and every marriage that's been turned around. And 
God, we know that that is only because of you. God, every good thing that happened is a result of you. So Jesus, we thank you that you have given us the opportunity to play a small part in people's stories. And God, we believe that there are so many more, thousands more, tens of thousands more, hundreds of thousands more stories to come. God, we look forward to everything that you're gonna do. God, we lift up not just the dreams for our church and our campus, but the dreams for our own individual lives tonight. God, we say that we bring it before you. We lay it at your feet. And we ask, God, that you would have your will and your way in every situation. God, we thank you that your way is so much higher than ours. God, we thank you that what you do is always immeasurably much more than we could ever think, imagine, guess, or even dream of. So, Jesus, we give it back to you tonight. We say that we trust you and we look to you in all that we do. We love you. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to today's message. If you would like to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus today, visit us online at www.theharborli.com backslash next step.